Welcome everyone to episode number seven of the Players Box podcast. Today the topic is shot selection and is an interesting topic. Uh, the previous episode we were talking about the um, uh, the tennis is a game of errors and everyone does mistakes even at the highest level. Um, and today the topic will be shot selection. So. This topic is very important in order to reduce those errors that we were talking about in a previous podcast. Um, if you haven't listened to the to the episode number six, stop right now and go to listen to that episode um, because today is about that. It's about how to reduce those errors, those on-force errors that we have on court and especially junior players um they they do have and they do commit more unforced errors and sometimes we don't understand why coaches parents we don't understand why and and even themselves they don't understand why and it's just basically the shot selection why when and where they're hitting um, that ball and the purpose of that shot so that's the topic for today. I hope you uh, find it interesting. I really think it is. And just leave you to it. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Players Box podcast. Today, once again, I am in my living room. It's Monday 31st of August. Uh, we're finally out of lockdown back on the tennis court which is amazing news and after yeah after almost two months in lockdown here in Hong Kong so I also before we start I wanted to mention that today as the moment that we are releasing that I'm releasing this episode um, just a few hours ago the new blog came out and fresh out of the oven and it's about this topic again, shot selection, where you can have a little bit more information, more detail, more um, like better explanation to read about this topic. And um, I will leave the description in, I will leave, oh, sorry, I will leave the link in the description. Uh, when Once you finish the episode, you can go and read a little bit more about the topic if you like. And yeah, leave us some comment. Um, if you like it, if you didn't like it, if you find it useful, just text us, DM us uh, through Instagram. Um, and you can always read more content about the one you will read on that blog. If you, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you can have more access to this type of content. All right, so saying that, I just wanted to to leave you with that and let's start what yeah with the content that we have today and why you're here um, so shot selection can be explained really simple is our ability to hit the right shot at the right time directing the tennis ball to the right place on the opponent's court <clears throat> using the court geometry in our favor so um, this is an important thing, the core geometry, because if you see um, 
a picture of a chord, you will see that there are, there are trajectories that are longer and some others that are shorter, depending on where you are on the chord, right? So um, a lot of mistakes happens because, um, not only because of stroke technique, but most often because of poor shot selection. And that leads to unforced errors. So in the previous podcast, we were talking about, yeah, that everyone does mistakes and a lot of points end up in uh, errors and um, in at any level, right? <clears throat> but it's, it's important to understand why are those errors or where are those errors coming from to, in order to reduce that percentage of uh, or that number of errors that you commit during a match so in intermediate to advanced levels the um, the game i mean the, the mistakes are not solely about stroke uh, stroke technique most of the time most of the time is because of poor shot selection especially in junior level so um if you read the, the, um, the blog, if you're listening to this, I don't know, maybe a week after uh, today, and you have read the, the blog, you can see a picture of the core geometry and all the measurements um, where you can, that could be helpful for you to know, depending on where you are on the court, um, how long or how short are the distances of the trajectory, I mean, how long will the, the ball travel or, or um, how short you need to hit uh, depending on where you are on court. All right, so let's talk about, let's talk about the court zones, okay? So, so you understand what I was saying before about the core geometry and stuff. Let's talk about the core zones. So you basically have five zones, okay? So in zone five, which you can see here, okay? And I have an image right now where I will share later um, in the Instagram account and you can go and check it out there. So you have five zones, okay? Zone number five is defense. Zone number four is neutral. Zone number three is control. Zone number two, hurt. And zone number one is finish, okay? So zone number five, okay, as we said, is defense, all right? What happened here, the player is very far from the baseline, either, yeah, um, three, four meters or more behind the baseline or just wide off court, like wide outside the court, okay, left or right side. So from here, there's not much to think about. You're in a very uncomfortable position, okay? You um, you are vulnerable. You are basically in trouble. You are in a defensive role. You need to find a way to get out of that place, right? And try to recover 
a little bit more of space, a little bit more of uh, yeah, terrain that you have lost, try to recover and get closer to the baseline. How are you going to do that? Well, basically, you have, you have three options, okay? Which one is very, very effective. Two is 50-50 in risk. And three is 100% risk and very low chance to recover that point or very low chance to win that point. So if you're here, okay, if you're here, okay, in this zone, you have option number one is playing high balls, okay, high over the net, eight to ten feet and over the net, really, really high loops, okay, and this will give you after, I mean, this is going to give you also, if you are over here on the wide side of the court, this is going to give you time, okay? It's going to give you time to at least try to recover uh, some space on the court, okay? Um, if your opponent still at the baseline, even when you are back there in the red zone, then then just you have a bigger chance to come back to the baseline because with these high and he and heavy balls with spin, you you will have time to recover to the baseline. Now, second option is let's delete all this. I'm I'm once again I'm I'm doing this. Uh, I'm talking, and I'm recording my screen with all the zones that I'm, um, I want to show you today. And you can check on my Instagram, on the Instagram of the players box as well. You can check uh, what, I, what I'm showing in the screen um, so it's clear for you. Because, okay, so that's number five. Okay, that's zone number five. Good. Option number two is you're far back again, okay, and... And the player, your opponent, is at the net. For example, he's at the net right here. What's that? Okay. You still have the option one, which is lobs. Okay. And now you have option two, which is playing really fast to the player at the net, fast to the feet, play to low and fast, which is, once again, it's a risky shot because it's very difficult to do it from the red zone, from the defense zone, which is you are far, far back, okay? But it happens sometimes. What are you looking for with that shot? You're looking for um, a soft and high volley from your opponent that is going to bring you back on court, okay? It's going to bring you back on court and maybe the chance to, to win that point um, by, by, um, yeah, by hitting a winner, right? But this is a risky shot. Look where you are. You're 
far, far from the baseline and hitting straight to the net, hitting fast, could be a good result for you, which is just, you know, receiving that soft and loved uh, volley, or it could be simply that the opponent is just blocking the ball and you have no chance to run and reach that ball, okay? Because the fastest you play, the fastest the ball is going to come back. And then you have the last option, which is not recommendable because it's the most uh, risky of all and is the player is at the net, the opponent is at the net, and you're looking for a winner, okay? That's the most difficult one. And you have the lowest, lowest chance to win that point, okay? Good. That's zone five, all right? Then let's talk about zone four. So in zone four is the neutral, the neutral zone okay here is where normally everyone is playing points okay and um, it's we can call it neutral zone we can call it a construction zone because it's a place where you <clears throat> build the point where you start creating spaces okay you start playing uh, smart you start playing with different shots in order to create spaces to win, to eventually win the point either because of a winner or because of um, force error or unforced error from your opponent. Then, that, those are the three options that you have, okay, on the neutral construction zone. Then that this is very basic, okay? There are more variations, but these are the very basics, okay? And please, most important thing of this zone is to be patient, to be consistent, and play smart. You don't need to take risk on this zone. You need to start the point. You need to play the point. You need to build the point, okay? This is where you find the weaknesses on your opponent, okay? We move on to zone three, which is control. Okay, so here you are inside a court. Okay, you are in control of the point. You are taking the lead, the initiative, and you are um, dominating the point and dominating your opponent. So here, okay, the court is smaller. All right, you're already inside the court and the court becomes smaller, which means you cannot play any more high balls. Okay, I mean, not very, very high balls, okay? And your target needs to be adjust. It's not anymore towards the baseline and deep. Now it's more, now it's more um, service lines, aiming for the service line, okay? Um, this zone, this zone is where you intentionally... Um, start looking for winners okay you from here you can say that you can hit winners okay inside a court in a comfortable position with good balance um, and from here once again it's a lot about moving the opponent 
move your opponent, you are in control, open spaces, and, um, and yeah, once again, you can look for winners. Now, either once, uh, I mean, just make sure you are aiming for the right target, okay? You don't want to aim for the baseline anymore. And if you, um, if you did a good setup here, if you did a good setup here in the construction or the neutral zone, most probably you will receive, you will receive balls here in the control zone. You will receive balls, um, which are, which are, um, easier to hit winners. Okay. Once again, this is a pyramid, okay? If you did well here, most probably you're gonna do well. If you, I mean, if you did well in the zone four, neutral, neutral zone, most probably you're gonna have good results stepping into the court on zone three, which is control, okay? Now let's talk about the next zone. That's gonna be zone two. That's hurt, okay? Call it hurt. All right, so you're here now on zone two, and you are in the middle of the court, which is a zone that is a bit dangerous, but at the same time, it's a good zone. So why? Because um, this is just behind the service line, and it's, let's change the name from hurt to transition. It's a transition zone. Here, uh, the player cannot stay uh, around this zone, okay? Normally, he or she would need to move either towards the net, okay? Moving towards the net or or looking for that winner to finish the point from this zone, okay? Uh, could happen that sometimes you will need to go back. Yes, could happen. But most of the time, try to move forward, okay? From here, either winners or moving towards the net to zone one, which is finish. Okay, so um, once again, pay attention and be very careful once you are in this zone because you don't want to stay on this zone. All right, you want to move, you want to transit, you're in a transition zone. Now, what can you do from here? So Again, if you decide to go to the net, okay, you have to hit balls that give you time to move, okay, to move towards the net. All right. From that zone, you need to hit balls that travel long time on the air, all right, and that's going to give you time to move towards the net and position yourself at the net. Why long balls and, I mean, uh, not long balls, but that this kind of balls that they travel like a slice, they travel slow on the air. Um, why? Because simply because your opponent needs to move and needs to do more steps than you to reach that ball. So if your opponent is doing one, two, three, four, five, six steps, and you are just doing one and two to reach the net, that's great. That's a good shot selection. But if your opponent 
is doing one, two steps to hit the ball that you are approaching to the net, and you're doing one, two, and three steps to reach the net, then you are in trouble, okay? Um, so it's very important that you, you are aware where is your opponent before you approach the net, okay? And most of the time, play to the opposite side of where he or she is. And the option number two is uh, going for winners. Once again, once you're inside of the court, the court is smaller, you cannot aim for the baseline, or most of the time, don't aim for the baseline, aim for the service line, which is opening the court even more for you. And, um, and uh, from there you can hit, um, I mean, you're more likely to, I mean, it's more uh, the percentage of hitting a winner aiming on the service line and being effective is higher than aiming for the baseline, okay? And once again, hit to the opposite side of um, your opponent. Okay, and to finish, we're going to talk about zone one, which is finish, okay? Why is it called finish? Okay, so this is the last zone. This is where you are really close to the net, and this is the end of the pyramid uh, of the court zones. Okay, it's called finish, not because um, all the points are going to finish here, because we know that many points are over uh, in even in zone five and uh, before, okay, in all the other zones. But it's just called finish because it's where you have only one option and it's to finish the point, it's to win the point, put the ball away, okay? And that's the only option. You don't want to get the ball back and back and back. Not anymore, you want to put it away. So. Um, here, because you are really close to the net, you would mostly hit uh, volleys and overheads, right? Um, and once again, once you're here, the core is even smaller, okay? So you need to hit, you need to hit, again, adjust the targets to the service line. And always being aware of where is your opponent to hit to the opposite side, okay? Um, short balls are a really good option, especially if your opponent is back in the baseline. And the smashes and overheads, just make sure to aim for the service line, don't go for the baseline, and play it play it um, to, to the open space, okay? Simple. Now... Rules for this zone. Some rules of these zones are make sure that you hit the ball um, far from your opponent. Okay, rule number two do not repeat twice the same the same ball. Like if you if you play to your opponent once, let's say your opponent is here on the left side of the court, and you play once, do not repeat again. The next shot has to be to the other side. Okay. Um, that's it. In number three, rule number three and last rule is do not let the ball bounce. If your opponent by 
any chance returns the ball that you hit, do not let that ball bounce again. Take it out of the air. And that's basically it. Hope you, I mean, I hope you find this useful. And yeah, make sure that you, when you are on court, you're aware of these zones, you're aware of your shot selection and aware of where are you hitting the ball, the purpose, and what are you expecting after that shot. That's something really important. <clears throat> if you hit a ball cross-core with a specific height and speed, what, what are you expecting from that ball? Okay, What's the next shot? Play ahead, play chess, and go one step after uh, ahead of your opponent. Okay, guys, that, that's it. Um, that was all for today. If you stayed until the end, thank you very much. It uh, means that you, you like it and you, you found it useful. So share it. Um, share it with friends, with family, with uh, other players and coaches and your parents, um, whoever is listening on the other side. And if you want to receive more content like this or you want to listen more content like this and read more content like this just make sure you follow the players box on instagram uh, every week uh, we're going to upload a new blog and a new podcast with interesting uh, content and if you want to stay tuned, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you receive a notification every time we upload a new one. And also subscribe to the newsletter if you want to uh, receive exclusive content like this and uh, stories, articles, um, and more uh, educational content. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's basically it. I hope you enjoy it and see you next week. Bye-bye.